the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It should be quite a show tomorrow at the Delaware County Fairgrounds for the Save America Rally. We've watched them on TV. You've wondered what it's like to be there. Well, you get the chance to be there. And, I mean, really, this is a historical occasion. you got children. I mean, they get the chance to come out and see an American president tomorrow, Donald J. Trump. He will speak at 7 o'clock from the stage at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. Congressman Mike Carey, two other congressional hopefuls, Max Miller, Madison Gisoto Gilbert, will also speak, as well as J.D. Vance. He got the endorsement of President Trump a week ago today, and that should may may prove transformative in the race for Rob Portman's seat on the Senate side of the Republican primary. But not everybody's thrilled about it. John Stover, Ohio Value Voter, says no, no, bad decision by the president. He's urging his people not to come to the rally. We had John Stover on yesterday to explain why. Well, you know, we uh, basically state uh, that our organization is, uh, you know, certainly boycotting it, the event. I will not be there because of this endorsement of uh, J.D. Vance. But I also state that, uh, you know, if people decide to go, um, you know, our organization, uh, Bruce, has been very supportive of President Trump. We were the first organization to uh, endorse him in 2016 and 2020, statewide organization. And, uh, you know, based upon the social conservative values that uh, we embrace and then also the uh, fact that we do endorse statewide, um, we're the largest in the state of Ohio. And uh, as far as the people that we're able to reach, the, the thing that I look at when I look at uh, J.D. Vance is the, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, and many of the other candidates that uh, Trump is going to have on stage, Max Miller, for example, being one, we certainly uh, supported and endorsed Max Miller. Um, but uh, when it comes to J.D. Vance, you know, I certainly appreciate the fact that uh, all of us may have had a different candidate uh, that we originally were looking to in 2016. Uh, I personally and our organization was one of them. We originally were looking at Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. But I would say this. There was, there was no one that I'm aware of that used the type of derogatory, inflammatory language that J.D. Vance used to describe President Trump in 2016 and 2017 to refer to somebody as America's Hitler, it, it's it's just unconceivable that uh, these are the type of words. And this is, you know, certainly uh, not uh, uh, all in of itself as far as the comment about America's Hitler. He referred to him as an idiot and being noxious and reprehensible and so forth. It, he was, I mean, he led the charge on that. You would have thought that you were looking at uh, one of the very liberal Democrats that would have been making these statements against uh, President Trump. John Stover, Ohio Value Voters, our guest, and ProtectOhioChildren.net is our guest, and his organization is calling 
uh, its members not to attend the Trump rally because of their opposition to Trump's endorsement of J.D. Vance. So I had J.D. on the show yesterday, and I asked him how he got from that person, and he's not run from those comments. Uh, He has said he was wrong, uh, that he apologizes. Uh, I asked him how he made the journey from someone who would say that to someone who now uh, endorses President Trump's policies and his presidency and has been able to get Trump's endorsement. And he said that his life changed a lot, that he became a Christian. He got baptized. He's uh, was childless in 2016. He now has three kids. So he has uh, a sensitivity to the issues in the schools. And so uh, that's his answer. What do you think of his answer? Well, you know, I, I believe that we all have, uh, you know, uh, there there is a redemption for all of us when it comes to uh, God and uh, putting our faith and trust in um, Christ. There's no doubt about that. I, I certainly uh, would not challenge that uh, for a moment. But I would challenge the fact that when you look at the candidates, Bruce, that are in the race for U.S. Senate, and, you know, I, 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 our organization, we try to vet these candidates thoroughly. We're endorsed and have endorsed Josh Mandel, and we did that last year. And, uh, Bruce, one of the reasons why Josh Mandel got our nod uh, from, our endor- uh, from our organization, Ohio Value Voters, is the fact that he's been consistently a conservative. I mean, one of the things that sticks out, Bruce, and I don't know if your listeners are aware of this, but back in 2007, Josh Mandel was a first-term legislator in the Ohio House. The, uh, ultimately, he challenged the Speaker of the House, who was John Husted at the time. John Husted had put in a 72-hour moratorium on prayers. Uh, Chris Redfern, who was the minority leader of the Democrats, walked out with a few other Democrats. And uh, the title in the Columbus Dispatch was, uh, Too Much Praying in Jesus' Name. Mm. And so um, he um, uh, put a 72-hour requirement that all prayers needed to come to the speaker's office so that they would approve them before someone could come up and pray before a session started. Well, Josh Mandel stood up to that. And basically, uh, for him to do that was certainly jeopardizing his political career as a legislator because the speaker could remove him from law committees, could just send him to the doghouse and make life miserable for him. But Josh said this, Bruce, he said, and I heard him say this in a speech not too many years ago. He said, you know, he said, I did two tours of duty in Iraq, dodging bullets. He says that was nothing, you know, dealing with the Speaker of the House was nothing compared to what I went through in Iraq. So if I have to take on my own party, I'm going to do so. And we need someone in the Senate that's going to be a Ted Cruz-like legislator, senator, that's going to stand up to his own party, Mitch McConnell, et cetera, when it's necessary to, to um, you know, get behind the people of his state and certainly, uh, you know, looking at our First Amendment rights and our constitutional rights in so many areas that are being trampled upon today. Very good. John Stover, our guest. John is with Ohio Value Voters and uh, also protectohiochildren.net. I highly encourage you to familiarize yourself with both sites as they do great work and they are passionate about a lot of the same issues that I'm passionate about here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Let's move on to the governor's race. You guys have endorsed Jim Renacci. Uh, a lot of yes. eyebrows went up over that because Mike DeWine's always been pro-life and Mike DeWine, you know, by all accounts, has always uh, been very open about the fact that he uh, practices his Catholic faith. Your thoughts on why Jim Renacci? What was he? What made him a better choice than Mike DeWine? 
Well, uh, Bruce, uh, if when when you look at uh, Mike DeWine, uh, the very first act uh, within a couple of months of being sworn into the office of uh, governor at the state of Ohio, he signed a heartbeat bill, which was, you know, which was something that he said he would do when he was running for the office. We commended him for that. After that, unfortunately, it, he's been on a you know a downhill roll ever <laughs> since. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a, a good example. We have a bill that's currently in in the um, House Committee. It's uh, House Bill 61, Save Women's Sports Act. This bill was we thought on its way from the House. It went to the House floor. It passed uh, with a majority to send it to the Senate. Went to the Senate. The Senate leadership communicates with. Um, the governor, uh, governor says, I'm not in support of it. So it goes back to the house. Now house bill 61 is a very, very easy bill to support for a Republican. It should be Mm -hmm. save women's sports act has to do with keeping transgender men from competing in women's sports. That's really what this bill was all about. Mm -hmm. And uh, many of us know the story about the uh, transgender swimmer. Um, in 2013, there was an MMA fighter that, Broke the skull, a transgender fighter that fought against a biological woman, broke her skull, and she ended up in the hospital. And when she recovered, she said, I've never fought against uh, a woman that had that type of strength. So, you know, this is just a common sense bill. For our organization to endorse Jim Renacci, I uh, have met with Jim, um, uh, had a three-hour interview with him, our organization, to determine that this is the man that we needed to be serving in the great state of Ohio to deal with some of these issues that, as you mentioned earlier, Bruce, some of the issues we're dealing with the schools, um, you know, these, um, you know, the transgender issues that they want to push upon children, the comprehensive sex education, the pornographic material, et cetera. Uh, Jim Renacci says, look, if I was governor, he says, I would demand that House Bill 61 be sent to my desk so I could sign it and not veto it. Well, I'd be a big uh, proponent of that bill. That's Jenna Powell's bill. Jenna Powell's been a frequent guest on our show. I'm a I'm a, a, a unabashed supporter of House Bill 61 and also of House Bill 616, which emulates yes. the Florida Parents' Rights and Education Bill. And you've seen this histrionic, vitriolic reaction to House Bill 616, John. It is miles from becoming law. hasn't even gotten a public reading yet. hasn't had a public hearing yet. hasn't had testimony in either House or Senate. It should pass with flying colors. I don't understand why Bob Cup and Matt Huffman aren't prioritizing this bill because it's an important bill. It's a necessary bill. Uh, what do you make of the uh, reaction to this bill when it is in the infancy of becoming law? Uh, Bruce, I will uh, share with your listeners a, a couple of, um, you know, inside um, type political situations that have occurred. You mentioned uh, 616. We talked about 61. We talked so we could be talking about the uh, it's called the CRT bill 327. You know, all these bills remain in committee because no one in leadership in the House or Senate being Bob Cup. Matt Huffman, they want to send anything to the governor that's going to back him into a corner because of election year. Mm. They don't want to do that. And it's pretty obvious that because they don't want to, you know, they, they uh, and it's like a state senator that I spoke to about four months ago. I was down in Columbus and had the opportunity to speak to the state senator. He said, you know, the feeling down here is that uh, Mike DeWine is the devil we know. 
and we don't want to do anything that's going to uh, you know make it difficult for him to be reelected. I, I would say this, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I uh, firmly feel that you know if I was in Jim Renacci's shoes, I would love to have a candidate like Mike DeWine, who cannot, who cannot go out and campaign. He can't hold town halls. He can't do any of those things. He's pulled out a page from, you know, the Joe Biden playbook of campaigning from the basement. Yeah. Because if he does, if he does, Bruce, what's going to happen to him? He's going to get booed. Somebody is going, that's exactly right. And someone's going to have a video of that. And I know that once that video, uh, you know, makes its way out there, I can even see a commercial being made by the Renacci camp that's going to show what type of popularity he has. So, you know, he's, uh, you know, the old uh, proverbial shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, unfortunately, over the past three years, uh, Governor DeWine has blown both of his legs off. Yeah, he has. Our guest is John Stover, OhioValueVoters.org, um, and also ProtectOhioChildren.net. He's not coming to the Trump rally on Saturday because he knows he would get booed there. Uh, I don't know if he's going to win the primary or not. It would be uh, amazing if he, an incumbent governor with his name recognition and his long political resume was beaten by Jim Renacci or by Joe Blystone. But it's inarguable to me, John, that the totality of Renacci and Blystone's votes are going to exceed the vote total of Mike DeWine. And that worries me for the fall. If DeWine were to survive the primary, there's so little enthusiasm for him in Republican circles. We have to have that Senate seat. Whoever is the winner of the primary, we have to have it because I hope you would agree with me that any Republican candidate would be a superior candidate to Tim Ryan for Senate. Yes, yes. No, I, I definitely uh, definitely would. I, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I would uh, certainly, um, uh, when it gets, it gets back to uh, Mike DeWine, it's been reported in polling that he has a greater level of support among Democrats than he does Republican voters. So, you know, would, would he would he be pulling um, some of those votes uh, from his um, Democrat challenger? Most likely. Uh, I firmly believe that the uh, the message getting back to the Senate and Josh Mandel, you know, his record of, um, you know, he has uh, what I consider to be the uh, uh, maybe equal, if not equal, close to it, the uh, uh, great endorsement from Ted Cruz. I refer to Ted Cruz as the uh, lion of the Senate, U.S. Senate. I mean, for conservatives, I mean, this man is relentless when it comes to issues. And um, he has Ted Cruz's endorsement, extremely important endorsement. So, it, you know, and, and Ted Cruz is not going to endorse someone that uh, he doesn't believe is going to, from day one, from after he raises his right hand and is sworn into office, is going to be acting on, in the best interest of not only the people in the state of Ohio, but people in the United States of America. John, as always, a pleasure to have you on. I appreciate your perspective and all the hard work that you do, and I wish you well in your future endeavors. Well, thank you very much, Bruce, and thank you for having, uh, having me on, and thank you for everything that you do uh, relative to the, uh, for the conservative issues in the state of Ohio and your program. Looks like we are going to have awesome weather tomorrow for the Save America rally at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. Donald Trump, 45th president of the U.S., will be in town. He will be speaking 7 o'clock. Uh, the program begins at 4, gates open at 2, and you're advised to go online to DonaldJTrump.com. Click on events to get your tickets. I'm scheduled to speak at 4, very honored to be asked. Hope it comes off. Sometimes things are changed on the day of, so we'll see, but... 
I'll have something prepared and would very much like to meet you. If you see me there, come up and say hello. Not everybody, of course, is uh, super thrilled about the uh, endorsement of Donald Trump toward J.D. Vance. We just played for you our interview with John Stover, the head of the Ohio Value Voters Organization. They are backing Josh Mandel. No shortage of endorsements out there for various candidates. And here's another, you know, viewpoint. Tom Tom Zawistowski. Tom Zawiskowski, the president of a We the People convention, a Tea Party group in Portage County. They've endorsed Mike Gibbons. And they don't like the fact that Gibbons didn't get Trump's endorsement. So most of the Ohio Republican Party chairman signed a letter to Trump in the aftermath of his endorsement of J.D. Vance saying, no, 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 don't do this. Zawistowski's comment, conservatives in Ohio do not accept this endorsement and will not vote for Vance. All right, well, you got your choice not to vote for him in the primary, but you are a dope if you don't vote for whoever the Republican nominee is in the fall in the general. Halftime scores are important. They're not as important as the final score, and the final score is the general, not the primary. Now, I'd like to end the week on an up note, but before I get to that, let me give you more of what we already know is the uh, lying uh, on steroids of the Biden administration. You might have heard yesterday that they are increasing the amount of federal lands where you can drill for domestic oil. Ooh, great. Yay. Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, North Dakota, Montana, Utah, Wyoming. Oh, they opened up 144,000 acres of federal land. Great. Fantastic. They've seen the light on their woke green agenda. No. No, the Bureau of Land Management has eliminated 80%, 80% of the federal acreage in those states. So they basically opened up lands that had already been explored. And just in case they do find oil on those places where they've drilled before, the Bureau of Land Management has increased the royalty rate for new oil and gas leases to 18 and three quarter percent. From 12.5%, it's the first ever increase from the Mineral Leasing Act's minimum royalty rate. So when you hear, oh, Biden has seen the light. No, no, he has not seen the light. Uh, uh, I think the light's off permanently in Joe Biden's head. So what do I mean we're going to end the week on an up note? We are going to end the week on an up note by quoting Chief Justice, or not Chief Justice, if only, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is sending signals along with Brett Kavanaugh that Roe versus Wade might be in a lot of trouble. Earlier this week, there was a case that the court ruled on, nothing to do with abortion, but there's a concurring opinion written in addition to Brett Kavanaugh's majority opinion. And in the concurring opinion, Clarence Thomas listed three incorrect decisions. That's the exact quote, incorrect decisions that previously resulted in faulty interpretations of the 14th Amendment. And one of those incorrect decisions was Roe versus Wade. And there's all this hullabaloo about, well, it's been in the law since the 70s. You can't overturn it. Thomas wrote, when faced with a demonstrably erroneous precedent, my rule is simple. We should not follow it. Amen, brother. And hopefully we will see this summer the overturn of Roe versus Wade doesn't mean it'll outlaw abortion, just means it'll go back to the states, and then you'll have to take a position. Are you pro-life? Are you pro-death? Are you a barbarian? Or are you someone who prizes life in the womb? That is a positive note on which we end the week. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the Save America rally at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. If not, have a great weekend. 
Remember, go to PatriotSwitch.com, click on my name in the drop-down menu, be purposeful with your shopping dollars with an American company. PatriotSwitch.com. How did you hear about us? Bruce Hooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.